Hey everybody, before we get into the show, I wanted to let you know we've got another live show coming up. We will be back at Maya Cinemas on Thursday, May 23rd for Furiosa, the latest in the Mad Max series. We are so excited for this one. Joining me to talk about it, we've got Sam Novak, Shahab Zargari, and Tony Gonzalez. A great lineup. It's going to be an awesome movie. We are so excited to talk about it. So make sure to check the show notes. There are opportunities to win tickets. You could also buy tickets. And we hope to see you there Thursday, May 23rd, 6 p.m. at Maya Cinemas for Furiosa. Welcome to a new episode of Piecing It Together, the podcast where we take a look at a new movie and try to figure out what movies inspired it. And uh, it's been uh, it's been a few days since our last episode. Not really a break or anything like that. I mean, it was just Friday, but we were trying to get an episode up on Monday. Couldn't make it happen between the holiday and getting the house cleaned. Then we tried to get it up on Wednesday. We figured, eh, what's a couple days late? Still couldn't get it. I just couldn't seem to get back on track after everything I was doing. Uh, but here we are. It's Friday. It's a new episode. Oh, my God. Only one episode during the week. How is the world going to survive with only one episode of piecing it together? I don't know. We'll probably be back with three episodes next week. We'll see what happens. But anyway, today we're talking about The Peanut Butter Falcon, which is just an amazingly sweet and great movie. Uh, it stars Shia LaBeouf, uh, Dakota Johnson, Zach Gotzigan, and directed by Tyler Nilsson and Michael Schwartz, about a guy with Down syndrome who runs away from his care facility and ends up teaming up with Shia LaBeouf's character to go on a journey to a wrestling school that he has obsessed over and it's just it's the sweetest movie and i i absolutely loved it and i was really glad to get a chance to talk about it with returning co-host chad clinton freeman who hasn't been on the show for a while so glad to have chad on the show and he gets to do a little bonus conversation at the end as well because uh he had to sit out some movies he was supposed to cover i'm not going to tell you right now what they are but we'll get to it at the end of the conversation so uh with that said let's get into into it. Before we do, I want to remind you, make sure you're subscribed to Piecing It Together on your podcast app of choice and rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Follow us on social media at PiecingPod. Join the Facebook group Popcorn and Puzzle Pieces. And yeah, that's enough. Let's get into the conversation. All right, so back with us. It's been a while, but our buddy Chad Clinton Freeman is back. How's it going, Chad? I am doing good. Yes, I am back finally. Uh, <laughs> how how to, you feeling? I, I'm feeling good. Feeling good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Of course, uh, I was supposed to be uh, back on the show to uh, visit the uh, new Tarantino movie, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Uh, but actually, the day that it came out, I had to have uh, eye surgery. So um, I was actually. Um, not seeing anything for about 10 days, really. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, yeah, it was not fun. Um, and, uh, still, still healing with the eye surgery, but, uh, I had a detached, uh, retina, but, uh, I'm getting, getting better, getting there. So 
I'm I'm glad that everything's healing up. It sounds like, and uh, yeah. you're finally getting back out to the movies. And mm-hmm. uh, af- after we finish talking about Peanut Butter Falcon, maybe we'll give you a little <laughs> chance to just give a, a br- your brief thoughts on Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Because quite frankly, I don't even want to hear your thoughts that much on it because I know how much you hated it. But we will we'll get to that a little bit later. However, right now, we're talking about the Peanut Butter Falcon, yes. which is a movie I think we both loved. Yeah. Um, no, definitely, yeah. definitely. Um, yeah. Shia LaBeouf, so I I go in I got went in with uh, high expectations, uh, and uh, the movie delivered. So I was very yeah. happy. I I did not have high expectations going in. I thought that this was going to be just like just too precious. You know what I mean? Like just right. too overly sweet and 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 just kind of goofy. Like, and I I was shocked. I absolutely I loved it. I mean, it's it's definitely one of the better movies I've seen this year. I mean, I think it 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 hit all all the points perfectly uh, of the like the line that it's trying to ride and the story it's trying to tell i mean it's just uh it's great and i mean this is first time filmmakers which i think is crazy they've done a few shorts and that's it um that that's just wild uh but you know we'll get into that and more of that as we're going through some puzzle pieces i know you have Quite a bit more than me today, so let's jump into your first puzzle piece. Okay, so the first one for me, um, I was I was thinking of this movie as I watched this one, and then at at the at the end, as soon as the credits hit, I had the same reaction when I saw this movie as uh, I did this one. So uh, it's Hunt for the Wilder People, uh, mm. which is a also a odd couple like adventure movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, both, both movies, uh, as soon as the credits hit, I, there was just something so sweet about them that I actually cried. This movie made me cry. It was just so, such a sweet movie. Like you said, it wasn't too, too sweet, but it was a very, very sweet, very, very good hearted movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, Hunt for the Wilder People, um, is a, a kid who, um, he's basically, um, you know, a, a foster kid nobody wants. He finally finds um, a, a, a family uh, that he likes to be with, but uh, the uh, mother passes away. Uh, the, the dad's just this grumpy old guy. So the kid decides he's going to run away. Uh, mm. And uh, I can't, I don't remember exactly, but something happened. The guy ended up running away too. And it ends up being just like them out in the woods. Uh, mm. And at first, they don't like each other, and then there's this weird bond between them, and it's just a very, very, uh, you know, it's a, it's, it's sort of a, a take on, um, you know, uh, outlaw guy on the run type movie. There was a scene sure. in here that was very, very much reminding me of it because uh, there's a moment in uh, Hunt for the Wilder People where uh, they're they're ducking down on this hill. And these people that are looking for him go by. And the little kid, he goes over, to, he says to the guy, he's like, he's like, this is just like in Lord of the Rings. And he's like <laughs> so excited. And the, and the moment in, um, in uh, Peanut Butter Falcon, whenever they, they're dug down in the boat, whenever uh, Shy doesn't know that the, the guy is there. And then all yeah. of a sudden he sneezes. And then he's like, what the? And he, you know, hushes him. That moment there, it just reminded me a lot of that moment in that movie. Um, but yeah, both, both very, very great, very, very, uh, uh, sweet movies. And this one's even like, to me, it was even, even better and even just, uh, sweeter and not too sweet. I, it really, I, the more I thought about this movie, it, it's kind of a, a perfect movie because it, it, it really, it, it says a lot. It does. And, yeah. and it is very, very, 
very, very sweet. It is. Yeah. Well, you know, I this is a good uh, time for me to admit that other than Thor Ragnarok, I have actually not seen any Taika Waititi ah. films, which is insane. <laughs> I know. I, I completely understand that. Uh, I will probably do my best. As we know, I don't watch many movies at home, but I will do my best to at least watch a couple of them before his new one comes out. Was it Jojo yeah, Rabbit? Yeah, Hunt for Wilder People, I definitely recommend. I actually saw that yeah. one at the, at the theater uh we we had some day where they sent us home at work in Vegas, and I was like, I'm going to the movie, and I just I didn't even know anything about it, and I went and saw it, and I was like, wow, it, yeah. it's, it's great. So yeah, well, you know, that being said, I while I haven't seen Hunt for the Wilder People, I have like I'm aware of it, and I absolutely could picture that being a great puzzle piece from like what I know of the movie. It it just it totally seems to have that same kind of a feeling with right. with that interesting. I, and I think like the. Uh, you know, the idea of like a kind of odd couple buddy thing going on this like kind of odyssey adventure, you know, right. is going to come up in a lot of puzzle pieces along exactly. the way. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, speaking of which, I'm going to go with my first puzzle piece, which, uh, you know, uh, again, this is like kind of like taking like the buddy formula and mm-hmm. doing something really interesting and different with it that has never quite been done before. Uh, the combination of, of a uh, a man with Down syndrome and Shia LaBeouf, um, <laughs> specifically. <laughs> Shia LaBeouf, uh, <laughs> pretty much playing Shia LaBeouf. I mean, yeah, I mean pretty 100%, much. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> <laughs> so so i mean that's definitely a a combo that we have not seen on screen before and i was reminded of another combo i had never seen on screen before and that is the combo in swiss army man which ah. is uh just a total weirdo and a dead right. guy right um <laughs> yeah which it's like where do you where exactly do you come up with that combination and but once once it's there once they're playing off each other and they're weird little ways it's just kind of perfect it's it's there's so much like there's so much story there there's so much comedy to mine from it and there's just it's it really really drives the thing in and makes it such an interesting pairing that you really you i mean i could i could have watched this movie for another hour i mean that the the pairing of these two people there's so much there there's so much to do with them and um, I, I just think it's great. And we all know how much I love Swiss Army Man. Yeah. You know what? I, I didn't think of that movie. But I, here's the other the other element that really is, uh, well, a couple of elements actually very much kind of like that one, is um, this one, there's uh, there's some creativity in this movie that, mm. uh, you know, they, they build this raft. You know, they they put all this stuff together and they build this raft, and you've yeah. got that like creative that creativity like that in, in Swiss Army Man, um, of course, mostly with the dead guy, but uh, <laughs> but still, just the the no matter what the situation is, it's like they're going to work around it. You know yeah. what I mean? And and they're going to get where they need to get. Um, and there's just something great about that. Just uh, very uh, empowering and also just fun. You know? Yeah. Like um, um, one of the things that uh, I read is that, I, I mean, of course, Mark Twain's mentioned in the movie, but Mark Twain, I guess, was an imp- inspiration for this. And I sure. definitely see that. And I, and I think I, I, I think now that I think about it, I think that mark twain was an inspiration for swiss army man as well right. um right. and i never even i never even thought about it. but no that's definitely a a, a great puzzle piece yeah you, you know what what one one thing that i think that that's such a great point is it, it kind of uh it creates almost like a safety net uh where, where it's like you just know that these people like 
you know, yes, it's still, there's still tension to some of the drama and, and the action beats, but it's like, you just know that things are going to be all right. Cause these guys, they can kind of get through anything. Right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, and like I said, I mean, that's, that's, uh, that's like, um, just a really like wonderful feeling that it gives you that, that it, it's like when you watch a movie like that, that it's just yeah. like, they can do anything. And then it, it, it makes, and, and then you're like, well, look, look at them. I mean, <laughs> we, I can do anything, you know, it's a, it's a very uh, empowering thing. Sure. Uh, so yeah, very, very cool. Absolutely. One more, one more note before we go to your next puzzle piece. I, I hadn't even thought of this when I wrote down Swiss Army Man, uh, but another basically debut film from uh, uh, two directors. Mm. Interesting. Mm. <laughs> but well, uh, yeah. well, spe- speaking of the directors, though, I, I, I do, I believe they were actors before this. Um, yeah, uh, one of them was in a couple of Judd Apatow movies. I know. Yeah. yeah. And uh, the uh, one of the things that I do know is that somehow they, uh, I guess, had a relationship with the uh, with Zach uh, Gotsigan. I think that's how you say it. Gotsigan, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, and actually, a lot of the film was was basically like based on him and things that in their interactions with him. Like they 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 went to some sort of uh, acting camp or something with him. And that's a lot awesome. of uh, a lot of it was uh, you know their involvement with him. And evidently, the title of the film even came from him. Nice. Um, so yeah, uh, it, I, in a lot of ways, it sounded like that they owed a lot of uh, the writing to him. <laughs> That's awesome. That's absolutely awesome. Yeah, and I I, yeah. Lo- I love that. I love yeah. that. That this kid had, you know, this acting dream. And of course, I mean, let's be real. I mean, that's such a difficult thing in this world, you know, right. uh, to actually make it when you have that kind of, uh, you, you know, that kind of disability. And, and right. the, you know, it's just awesome that this all kind of came together and they got such a great cast and just everything about it, you know? Right. Yeah. No, so, totally. uh, what do you got for your next puzzle piece? Okay. So, um, I, I got a lot of really good ones, actually. I'm going to save one of them. I think you, one of them, I think you might hit. So I'm going to save that one. Um, this one is a movie actually I'd never heard of until about a year ago. Mm-hmm. Um, because, uh, I was asking people about what the first movie that they saw at a theater was. And, um, uh, Melanie, my girlfriend, she'd said, uh, Savannah Smiles was the first movie she ever saw at the theater i'd never heard of this movie uh 1982 movie so i I of course made sure bought it for on blu-ray for christmas watched it (laughs) and um this movie reminded me of it in a lot of ways um uh, savannah smiles is almost like the reverse of home alone um it's uh, a little girl who has like a rich family she runs away from home she ends up climbing into the car of some criminals and so then they're just like what do we do with this kid and 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 they actually you know it 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 like makes them better people because they are actually care for this right. kid or trying to take care of her um and it's it's a very very sweet movie it, it, there's a lot of silliness in it of uh, sort of a uh, home alone like silliness sure. um uh a goofiness that you don't see in movies anymore like people chasing chickens and that sort of thing <laughs> but uh <laughs> but uh but but savannah smiles was definitely uh something that uh popped in my head i was i was i was watching this movie uh you know because this movie uh just like that movie 
a lot of these movies probably that we're, we talk about, uh, even Hunt for the Wilder People, you know, it, it, it's really about um, uh, opening up to other people and learning from them. And the beauty of that, of how, how much mm-hmm. you can learn from being around people that are different than you and yeah. what they can give to you. Um, you know, uh, with, with this movie, uh, Shia LaBeouf's character, you know, he, he's very much a, a broken man. He's, he's hurting. He's, he's grieving his brother. He has a lot of guilt. Um, and I think he, he, he doubts himself as to, you know, uh, you know, is, is, what is he? Is he, right. you know, is he, is he a scumbag? Is, you know, he doesn't know, am I a good guy? Am I a bad guy? And, yeah. uh, through, through uh this relationship you know uh he he just you know it's like love for him love for this other character that he uh becomes you know this better person and and then also finds love you know with the dakota johnson uh character so yeah absolutely um, no that you know and I'm trying to think that movie sounds so freaking familiar to Savannah Smiles, like that you describing it. I'm like, I feel like I've seen that movie, like you know, back in the day, a million yeah, years ago. Yeah, you you might have. I yeah. never heard of it, never seen it. And I was like, what is that? And then I was like, it's on Blu-ray. It's like a MVD <laughs> releasing retro. They they do like a retro thing, and um, it's it starts off when you put it in like like it's videotape. It's all staticky and stuff. Nice. Uh, but uh, no, uh, I I was really really shocked in watching it because it was a it was a it was a fun. You know that 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 goofiness of like uh, Superman the movie with uh, Lex Luthor uh, and the other guy that just sure. like hokiness, like eighties hokiness. You know, like yeah. uh, they, they that's not in movies anymore. Uh, but uh, anyway, that that's how Savannah smiles. A lot of that's in there. Beautiful. I, that that's yeah. That like I said, I I feel like I've seen it, but I don't know. It, it it's possible, but great public piece, regardless <laughs> of if I've seen it or not. Um, I'll go with my next one, and to bring up the whole Odyssey thing again, uh, I'm gonna go with the Coen Brothers. Oh brother, where art thou? Uh, which, you know, is another, another movie in which a, you know, of course we don't, we don't deal with music in this movie, but where you've just got these, these interesting characters on this journey Mm -hmm. through the South and all the, all the trials and tribulations they go through, Mm -hmm. all of the, the weirdo characters that they interact with along the way. And then, uh, just the beauty, like really kind of showcasing just how beautiful, uh, you know, that, that that off-road, you know, South can be, you know? Um, and I, of course an amazing movie. And actually I should say that this, uh, that this movie had a really great score, um, really great soundtrack, but, um, but certainly not an old brother where art thou style, uh, but just a, just a good soundtrack overall. I've never seen that movie. Um, I tried to watch it. I, I've never, I've never finished it. Well, you should watch that and I'll watch Savannah smiles. So. <laughs> <laughs> what do you got for your next one? Oh yeah, yeah. So Odyssey. Uh, I'll go ahead and bring up one. Uh, well, uh, two of these uh, because uh, just the the whole Odyssey element, um, uh, especially when they meet the blind guy, um, just was very much uh, reminded me of Clash of Titans. Uh, <laughs> mm. uh, pick one. It doesn't matter. Just, sure. you know, uh, going on this journey and meeting these people. And it's almost like, uh, you know, there are these random uh, characters that you meet, but it's almost like they play just as important part as, mm. 
you know, every step of the way. Um, and I just felt like this was very much sort of just a, a an indie uh, stripped down version of that, you know, mm -hmm. uh, uh, Clash of the Titans or uh, Wizard of Oz even. Um, and um, I mean, Wizard of Oz, e e even so with how, uh, it, you know, they're off to see the wizard and the wizard ends up being a fake. And this one, they're off to see the wrestling school. They're off to meet the big uh, wrestler, uh, Saltwater, wait, what was his name? Salt. Water. Uh, saltwater redneck. Yes, saltwater redneck. <laughs> and how, like at first, that was just like a, a a letdown because the wrestling school, of course, because uh, this guy's been watching videotapes from the '80s, probably, uh, and the wrestling school is no more. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, so so there was there that that Odyssey element, and then plus also that Odyssey where it was like you know like. A, a letdown like it, 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 it of course that turned around there is a twist there but sure. uh but totally uh those two clicked in my head clash of titans but specifically the blind guy uh and sure. the uh the blind witches and then wizard of oz uh just with the you know the oz so beautiful well you know what? i know you've got a lot more than me so why don't you go with another one before i go to my next one well so a, a couple that kind of tie-in not necessarily odyssey but uh close to that but uh road trips road trip mm -hmm. movies rain man of course mm -hmm. <laughs> of course rain man is you know uh uh a, a guy that has uh you know i'm not even sure what his uh his uh situation is but obviously mm -hmm. you know uh some sort of uh uh mental issue that handicaps him and uh doing anything and everything by himself and then the uh the brother of his that is pretty much an asshole who right. uh you know through this relationship and this bonding of them through their journey you know he he actually becomes a better person so um rain man uh i thought that was an easy one to to think of but uh definitely i i, I also was just thinking about other other road trip movies especially ones that i might not uh, get to name on this show from time to time. Um, Crossroads, <laughs> uh, the Britney Spears movie. Uh, again, it goes back to that that sort of like letdown of here's this trip for this specific thing, and then that specific thing ends up being sure. like a downer type thing. Um, but again, uh, also just uh, any of these movies like this, Rain Man, Crossroads. Uh, there's also that same sort of element of like. It doesn't matter. It seems like what gets thrown at them. It's like you know, car breaks down, whatever. It's like uh, they they just work around it. And I yeah, think I think going. that yeah, that and then also the just um, you know being creative the way they are in this movie. I think that is just a great lesson for 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 people today to take in that you don't see a lot of movies. You know, of uh, of people not giving up, people continuing their journey continuing whatever you know their dream is their hope um and uh just keep moving along uh the other one because it's just too uh, such an oddball uh road trip movie and that's guilt trip uh which i love uh it's such a weird combo with seth rogan and barbara streisand but uh i i think that movie is great <laughs> I completely forgot that movie existed until this moment. So, good exactly. Job See, that's why I was up. like, that. That's exactly why I was like, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw these in there. Yeah, 
<laughs> that, that's that's great. Um, you know, and, and one thing before I go to my next one uh, is I, I think the point that you you just made about you don't see uh, you don't see those kind of lessons in movies anymore, like about, you know, like just dealing with things and, and moving forward, you know, you don't see anything about a movie like this too much anymore. Right, I mean, right. th this movie is really, in a lot of ways, it feels like something that could have been like a classic of like the nineties or maybe the right. early two thousands, you know? Right. Um, and, and I, I just think that's so refreshing when a movie comes along like this, that, you know, r really, really cares about itself you right. know it, like it it right. actually uh yeah it, it, it's not it's not like embarrassed to care you know right um and and that being said it it's it, like i think you were kind of worried it doesn't go into made for tv mushiness like mm -hmm. oh my god this is so just too much you know yeah. it doesn't it doesn't it walks that line um like you 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 said you know it, it walks the line of of actually caring, um, and it walks the line of of exploitation in a lot of ways. I mean, it, oh, yeah. it walks a lot of fine lines, and it balances it all somehow. Um, yeah. So no, yeah. I, I I think I think absolutely, and I think it's a great setup for my next puzzle piece, which I I almost didn't want to use this one, but be, because I just used it on the Blinded <laughs> by the Light episode, that this is going to be going up after. Um, but you know, it's hard for me when a movie is this sweet and this quirky mm. to not think of Little Miss Sunshine, ah. um, and <laughs> add in the fact that it's a road trip movie. Right, you know, right. I mean, I it just I had to bring it up yet again. Um, and that movie does go a little bit over the line as far as into that like just too twee you know silly cute cutesy cutesy wootsy mm -hmm. kind of a movie but at the same time it is exactly the kind of thing this is i feel like uh the people who love little miss sunshine would love this movie if if they discover it and i right. i hope more people discover it. i hope this get some kind of good word of mouth. That's part of the reason I really wanted to do this episode is because I, I want more people to see this movie. I just think it's so great. Right. No, yeah, Little Miss Sunshine's a good one. I'd actually forgot about that one too. Um I I, I actually forgot that was a, a road trip movie. Um yeah. but yeah little Little Miss Sunshine, yeah, it, it's one of those that uh there's some really good in it, but Oh, it, it it does. It goes too sweet. <laughs> right. Yes. <laughs> it overdoes it. Overcooks it. But yeah. uh yeah, no, absolutely. So what do you got for your next one? Well, I'll go ahead and go with uh actually one of one of my all-time favorite movies. Um What's Eating Gilbert Grape. Mm -hmm. Um which uh you know, uh of course in it, uh Leonardo DiCaprio uh plays a character uh, that's, you know, I don't even know what the correct term is anymore. What, what do we say? Uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> um, he, uh, you know, and, and, and only that it's, it's, it's very, it's, it's very small town. It's very, uh, the, well, one specific thing that made me think of it outside of the obvious was the the birthday element um and uh <laughs> and uh what's he get, eating Gilbert grape one of the big events is of course uh arnie's birthday uh and he's you know invites people that he meets to for his birthday party uh and that's one of the things that that zach actually does too in this and that i thought it was so hilarious i don't remember what part it was but he was like and you're not coming to my birthday party um i think it was a mean kid that was uh 
wait, I, I don't remember who he said that to. No, it was, uh, it was, that's like the big line during the wrestling match, right? Before he, uh, Oh, that's right. Ass. That's right. That's right. Yeah. That's who it was. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was Jake the snake. He says it too, right? Oh yes, 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 yes. That's right. That's right. Okay. <laughs> so, so, so anyway, uh, you know, and, and, and additionally, um, with, uh, what's he didn't give a great, you've, uh, you've got, you've got Johnny Depp's character. That's, um, again he's he's a very he's a very broken person as well and 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 really not you know he's just kind of living you know he mm-hmm. doesn't have a purpose or anything like that um and i i, I just uh, in a lot of ways uh there's just a lot of uh similarities uh with that movie um what's giving eating gilbert rape was a movie that uh the moment i saw it at the theater it was actually my very favorite movie for so very long, actually, yeah. until Batman v Superman uh, knocked it from the number one spot. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> Leonardo DiCaprio, though, did a fantastic job in, in that movie with uh, his performance. Uh, and it's really great, though, to see because, uh, uh, you know, here, here's the thing. This movie in the, in the, in the 90s, it wouldn't have been made uh, with... Uh, you know, Zach actually playing this character. I don't think. Right, right. Um, and, 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 and I at the shudder time, to think. Uh, at the time, <laughs> well, that that's the thing. If you think about it, the, Dustin yeah. Hoffman and Rain Man and, and Leonardo DiCaprio and What's Eating Gilbert yeah. Grape, those are like groundbreaking, really, as far as, uh, you know, portrayal of, of, of people, you know, in movies. I mean, yeah. Look, look at, look at the big Oscar winner poor scum i mean come oh on. yeah that was a lot for the longest time that was the big thing that got you an oscar i mean they make fun of that in tropic thunder you know <laughs> so um yeah. so anyway though it's, it's actually nice though to you know actually have somebody that's uh you know down syndrome actually in the role um and uh yeah i mean part of the part of the beauty of this movie uh which is funny because one of the things that uh i know uh shia labeouf he keeps saying that basically this movie changed his life he's made him a better actor um just working with with zach um he uh has learned so much he said just like interacting with him i mean basically i think he went on this same journey uh that his character did uh, sure which is really really cool so yeah supposedly he got uh he got arrested for public drunkenness during this right yep 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 <laughs> yeah so <laughs> yeah he, he must have been in uh in rare form because shia labeouf just to begin with um yeah <laughs> you know so but uh yeah no I, I absolutely i i you know i i had a feeling you would bring that movie up uh what's what's eating gilbert grape because i know how much you love it and yeah i mean great puzzle piece and i I absolutely, I, I love that they, they gave this guy a chance to, to, you know, headline this movie because it, it just wouldn't work today with, with, uh, you know, any, some big Hollywood celebrity actor right. trying to pull it off. So, I mean, and it, it would have totally been so distracting and it would have totally upset that balance that we were talking about a little bit earlier right, right. of, of the, uh, riding that line mm-hmm. of, uh, you, you know, exploitation. And I, I think it's just great the way they did it. Um, so yeah, I'm going to go with my next puzzle piece, uh, which is, you know, back to the, the whole wrestling angle Mm -hmm. and I might be misremembering this movie a little bit. Okay. So let, let me just say that I only saw one time in the theater was 
probably about 20 when it came out. Okay. Uh, so maybe I'm forgetting it a little bit. But the David Arquette comedy, Ready to Rumble. Um, <laughs> weren't they on a journey to go find some wrestler that they loved and not to be trained by him, but to just get him back into the ring and all that? And that's kind of a little bit, you know, along the same lines of the kind of thing Zach is looking for here. You know, I, that's another one. I actually never saw that movie. <laughs> okay, you, you're not you're not missing much. Terrible, terrible movie. But I I definitely remember uh, laughing a little bit at it at the time, and uh, just just the that idea of like this f- like faded glory wrestler and and these just these people, just these random people that that are fans wanting to go like you know connect with them and, and right. kind of bring them back. That that made me think of that movie. Right. Well, I mean, and, and that's the thing that, that, that's one of the, 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 the beautiful things about this movie is that, I mean, that fandom, that's, that's an everything, you know, I mean, sure. <laughs> that's that, that, uh, that like, uh, you know, uh, everybody has, you know, that one or two or three people that they just obsess over that they love that that one person is the greatest ever of whatever. And, um, you know, wrestling, uh, movies, uh, whatever. Uh, and, uh, I want to see the movie where Chad goes to, uh, Zack Snyder to get the, the Snyder cut. <laughs> I want to see that movie. <laughs> Puzzle pieces include ready to rumble and the peanut butter Falcon. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, uh, so let me, let me, let me see here. Let me try to, oh, oh, okay. So, I, so I've got a puzzle piece. Uh, this one, it's one of those that takes it in the more, well, not in the more, it takes it in the exploitive direction. Okay. But okay. I thought of it in watching this film and that's the movie rainbow time. Um, which, uh, it was on Netflix for the longest time. My sister actually recommended this movie to me cause she loved it. Um, it's about a guy, uh, I, I think he's down syndrome. Um, and he and his brother used to always, uh, make movies. They would record movies. Uh, so, uh, you've got this, uh, videotape, uh, connection, uh, as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and now in rainbow time, Shanzi, that's his name, Shanzi, um, which is played by a guy who is not actually, uh, it's, you know, he's acting. He does a great mm-hmm. job though. He really does. But, uh, it's, it's a very, very exploitive movie. Uh, Shanzi is a pervert. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he, he likes to uh, watch people have sex, uh, that sort of thing. So it, it's actually—I love, I love the poster. I'm looking at the poster right now. It's great. <laughs> it, it's actually—it actually is a a a a, a great exploitation movie. Uh, mm. But uh, it, 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 it's pretty—it's pretty freaking pretty, uh, pretty freaking great. It is. Uh, Shanzi's obsessed with Fonzie, um, and uh, Rainbow Time—that's like the name of his uh, his uh, his video productions that he does uh and he's uh he's a huge pervert but anyway uh <laughs> definitely worth a watch um a lot different than this movie but uh still sure. uh it did uh make me uh think of that movie uh awesome awesome yeah no i i hadn't heard of this but it, it sounds interesting it's got a pretty good it's got the uh jay duplass and uh, uh melanie linsky um yeah yeah sounds good oh tobin bell's in it 
<laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice, nice. All right, I'm gonna go with my next puzzle piece. Actually, my last, unless something pops in my head. Okay. But uh, this is actually two movies together, uh, and that is uh, the Emil Hirsch vehicle into the wild and the mm. Reese Witherspoon movie wild. Um, but ah. both of them are just such great examples of, uh, you know, like kind of just like a, a, you know, a hiking wilderness right. kind of movie. And, you know, we kind of touched on it already a little bit, but this movie is just that, that spirit of just, you know, just keep going and keep going. Right. And they just keep finding ways around their environments and like right. to get through all these issues in the environment. And so there, there's plenty of movies like this, but those were the first two that right. like just kind of came to mind for me, you know? Right. Yeah. And and I, that's funny. I didn't think of those. Again, those are uh, both kind of like Mark Twain kind of like movies in a way. Absolutely. Yeah. They, you know, really the only time of like, uh outside of indie films you know because those are like big indie films as this is sure you know what i mean the the indie films are indie spirit films anyway um Mm -hmm. uh outside of those the only time you see this sort of type of uh movie i think are in like disney animated movies uh, mm. Moana yeah, yeah. just comes to mind to me. Sure. Uh, so yeah, no, those, those are, those are both good ones. Now I've got two that I kind of have as a pair. I thought for sure you were going to bring one of these up. It's funny okay. because, uh, you probably thought I was going to bring in, into the wild. Uh, what's the Reese Witherspoon one called? I wild. Forgot. Wild. Okay. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I like that one. I saw that one at the theater. I did like that one. Yeah. Um, I, I, uh, the other thing is with that movie too, um, she, uh, she's going through with that one. It's all her, it's all her going through it mentally with this one, Shia, his character, very similar to her though. He, he, he experiences the flashbacks like she does. Sure. Um, and he has, you know, these other people though to interact with. Cause she's pretty much, I think if I remember right, isn't it pretty much her, the whole movie? Oh yeah. It's yeah. a one woman show that movie yeah. for the most yeah, part. Yeah. That's what, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. So, uh, so on the same vein of, of, of those movies, I think, um, and you're gonna, you're gonna be like, oh yeah. Why didn't I think of that? Mud, mm. mud. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I completely did think of that. I completely did. I didn't write it down. Ah. No, yeah, I I didn't write it down only because I started thinking and I was like, like, I guess I just was thinking like the point wasn't there, but absolutely you're right though. The, the, uh, like the setting, the, uh, the feeling of it. Right. Yeah. The feeling, the feeling, the cinematography, Yes, both beautiful, the beautiful cinematography in this movie. I loved it. Loved it. Um, that, that's what instantly reminded me of mud. And then it was almost a piece for me. Also, also just because, uh, like, you know, in mud, um, uh, Matthew McConaughey, his character is very, um, he's a very misunderstood person, uh, sure. just like Shia LaBeouf. And it's almost like in mud, the only one that sees him for who he is, is mm. the kid, you know? And it's kind of like that in this one too. It's like, sure. they're, they're not judged the way society judges them, you know, they're mm-hmm. judged for actually what's in them and their, in their heart. Um, right. And, uh, and, and, and then, and not only that, just the, just the, the grittiness, the dirtiness, the muddiness, you know, the wetness, you know, that's, yeah. what's great about this movie, uh, and that movie, uh, just very, very real, like setting, 
you know, it feels real. It, you know, yeah. it throws you in there. And of course, Shia, he's great at getting dirty. Uh, he yeah. gets dirty plenty. <laughs> Everybody is dirty 100% of the time in these two movies. <laughs> and along with Mud, the other one that I, and I think it still, it still does uh, connect a little. A uh, very similar. Uh, you could almost see this as a. As a, a you could watch them as a as a triple feature, I think. Uh, and that's Joe. Um, you know the Nicolas Cage, uh, David Gordon Green movie, which I still haven't seen. That's a movie ah. I've been wanting to watch forever. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. it it's good. I I didn't love it. Uh, I would I would definitely put Mud above it, and then I would put this one above Mud. But the uh, same sort of thing, though. I mean, it's actually the same guy, uh, the same kid in uh, Mud and Joe. Right, uh, right. <laughs> uh, and, uh, you know, uh, I, I, again, a, a broken man who uh, it just, for whatever reason, connects, you know, with uh, this younger person. And, yeah. uh, I, you know, I truthfully, I don't remember even what happened with Joe. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> so I'm not going to say it's David Gordon Green. So I'm not going to say that it actually, you know, does the same thing, uh, sure. but it definitely has that element. So sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. But yeah, no, that, that setting though is absolutely on point. Yes. Totally. In the same setting, the same dirtiness and filthiness, of course, in Joe, it's always raining. Um, you didn't have that. Uh, and this one, uh, I don't remember. I don't think mud was necessarily that rainy either, but definitely just the, you know, the whole, uh, dirty, dirty South, you know, dirty Southern, um, which, uh, uh, I just, I just love though, uh, to see in movies, especially when it's Some, shot so beautifully. Something that I could totally picture of having happened in mud, but I don't, I don't think it did. But, uh, when the, uh, the, the convenience store guy just gives him that bottle of whiskey, uh, you, you look like you could use it more, you know, like that, right. that's great. Well, well, so that, that's the thing is that some of these people in this movie too, the, just the bit part people, I yeah. love, I love them. And I'm wondering if some of them aren't actors, like the guy in the convenience store. And then sure. the, the guy early on who tells uh, shy to go home. Um, they're just oh, so he was great. Yeah, yeah, they're just so real. They just seem like real people. And I was just wondering if they, those had actually been just real people that they had, you know, squeezed in there. I don't know though. Um, Almost gives a little bit of a like a Richard Linklater vibe of like you right. know mixing real people with 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 these celebrities, you know. Right. Um, which, by the way, also just real quick before moving on, um, great freaking supporting cast. Like some people we didn't mention yet, uh, Bruce Dern and John Hawks. Oh yeah. Yeah. But both just incredible. John Hawks hasn't been in a lot lately. He he like had this run for a while where he was in so many great movies and he just hasn't been in that much, but he's awesome in this. Yeah. And then the uh the other guy, uh the 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 saltwater redneck guy, um uh, was... Thomas Hayden Church. Yes, yes. Yeah. And yeah, uh great. and to me he 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 is almost like a Kenny Powers when he drove up in the in the beat up uh Camaro uh <laughs> sure. with the music blaring. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, he was great. I, he's 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 kind of like turned into this really interesting actor, like where he does these just strange parts. Like I don't know if you watch the show Divorce on HBO uh, with Sarah Jessica Parker, but he's like the husband, and he's just so ridiculous on that show. And it, like he's just really kind of gotten into this groove of just being just kind of a joke, kind of. Mm. But like it's just he's great though. He's really great. Yeah, I thought I thought in this he he definitely um, like the way we 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 meet him, and mm -hmm. then 
for him to then put on that, like, like I said, like a Kenny Powers persona, sure. um, I, I thought was really, really great. Uh, instead of it just being that from the get go, you know, uh, yeah. it was great the way, uh, like I said, it's almost like a little twist there as a downer sure. and then boom. So, yeah, absolutely. Um, Everything works out. <laughs> so what do you got uh next well uh, just a couple of real quick real specific thing uh that reminded me of stand by me was mm. the uh the scene where they almost get hit by the boat um oh, just yeah. very similar and again you know stand by me is a journey movie as well that you know the, them on the the railroad tracks uh just that scene brought me back to that and stand by me um, and again, Stand By Me is one of those with, you know, uh, kids being real kids and actually like, you know, leaving their house and not just being on their computers and their phone. And, sure. You know yeah. what I mean? Actually living. Uh, and that's what these people in this movie were doing. Uh, so uh, as even Shia LaBeouf even says, I think at one point. <laughs> yeah, he's living. He's out here living, not living in a cage. Um, and uh, Eddie the Eagle. Which I had thought of Eddie the Eagle just because Eddie the Eagle is, uh, you know, a character that uh, everybody doubts. And then he just keeps at it, keeps at it, doesn't give an, give up. And sure. uh, and then when he came out as Peanut Butter Falcon and he was doing the Peanut Butter Falcon, uh, you know, flapping his wings. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I was like, uh, yeah, Eddie the Eagle. Um, Hell yeah. And then they, the, <laughs> the, the last one that I, I, I thought of... Uh, a, well, of course, it's a movie I love, uh, and uh, I actually rewatched it uh, recently after I'd had my eye surgery. I rewatched it because I was watching movies, just hearing them. And mm. uh, Hesher, uh, I love, love, love Hesher. Uh, Joseph Gordon uh, Levitt, he yeah. plays this uh, great character, very much a, a caricature uh, that's almost a real. I, I don't know. He, he he very he walks the line of being a Kenny Powers and being a real character like Shia's character in this mm. one. So um, I just thought of that one, though, because, um, you know, at the same time of, you know, um, Shia's character and even Dakota Johnson's character, uh, them learning something here. Uh, you've also got Zach learning quite a bit from Shia's character as well. Sure. It's, 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 it's just this, you know, uh, it's this whole picture almost of, Again, uh, being open to people, accepting people how they are, and then mm. learning from them. Um, with uh, Hesher, uh, you've you've got this this guy who uh, he he comes off as a dick. Uh, he comes off as like uh, Kenny Powers, really, uh, just like uh, loves himself, dick asshole. But he's <laughs> actually very very smart and very very caring and there's actually some very sweet moments in that movie and there's some uh lessons that the family that he just basically uh you know squats in their house uh that they learned from him and i just mm -hmm. was reminded of that movie uh with all of those elements so right on yeah i i actually never did see hesher oh, i, I, I heard good things it. about it yeah you got it you got to see hesher hesher oh. i i love hesher um yeah uh Hesher's great. Uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, one of his better ones. Uh, and it's got Rain, uh, Rain Wilson and... Uh, is this oh, Natalie Portman. Natalie Portman, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, no, it's great. Absolutely. 
Right on. Well, uh, why don't I go ahead and do the finished puzzle, and then we'll get into our closing okay. thoughts about the movie. Uh, we have got Hunt for the Wilder People, Swiss Army Man, Savannah Smiles, Oh Brother, Where Art Thou, Clash of the Titans, Wizard of Oz, Rain Man, Crossroads, Guilt Trip, Little Miss Sunshine, What's Eating Gilbert Grape, Ready to Rumble, Rainbow Time, Into the Wild, Wild, Mud, Joe, Stand By Me, Eddie the Eagle, and Hesher. Uh, great list. Uh, <laughs> probably could have done without Crossroads, but you are right, though. It absolutely uh, <laughs> it fits. I, I'm it never going to mention Crossroads. Come on. Let me, give me, give me <laughs> Britney Spears. <laughs> you get your one chance. So oh. it'll, always, it'll always be at the bottom of our uh, that search page on the website with a little one next to it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I, I really, really love this movie. Um, you know, we... we barely talked about dakota johnson i mean i think she's fantastic in this um she she's so good uh and i mean she really just brings like a real just just down to earthness to this character that is like again like almost too sweet but it just rides that line i think so Mm -hmm. perfectly um shia labeouf i can't say enough about you know i i've I've always liked him, but I didn't like him like you like him. I I'm I can't wait for these couple of movies he's got lined up that people keep talking about how great he is. Like I am I am down for this whole roll of movies that he's got coming up. Um, I can't wait to see what comes next. Uh, everyone, just so many great people. I I think I told you uh, a messenger about someone uh, jokingly on Twitter. I can't remember who it was was saying about how this is like the 10th movie John Bernthal is in for like less than five minutes <laughs> and like you could stitch them together and make one character arc or something. But, um, yeah, yeah. He, he, he's, he's in it though. for probably a minute or so. Yeah. He's great in it though. I, every, everybody is great in this movie and, uh, they, they just all just really, I mean, they seem like they're just loving making this thing. Like it just, it's a movie that just, it feels like it matters to everybody involved. Yeah, no, exactly. It does. Uh, it feels like uh, that uh, you know that 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 these people actually like each other. It's like great cr- chemistry between all of them. Um, and uh, uh, yeah, I mean, definitely. Um, I, I, I'll tell you this too. Uh, you know, a lot of times when you see a movie like this, uh, again, going with the the the, the too uh, of it possibly being too sweet, um, mm. you kind of know what's going to happen. I really, I didn't know what was going to happen with this movie. Sure. And, and, and they, and they did do a little couple of, uh, uh, tricks. I feel like a couple of times where I was like, Oh, and then it, and then it switches. So yeah. 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 And I actually like that. So, uh, it wasn't one where, you know, I, uh, knew what was going to happen. Uh, even though you knew they were going to get out of every situation that they get in, uh, you still didn't, you know, uh, there's some nice surprises in there. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, well, I think that about does it. Um, do you have another movie you watched recently you'd like to recommend? Uh, what did I watch? You know what? Um, I just, I, I watched all of the, uh, into the darks, uh, the Hulu, uh, um, uh, movies. Um, I heard about that. Yeah. yeah. So, so they've done 11, I think they've got 12 total. So there's one more coming. They've did them, you know, one it's a month and they did them themed around whatever like holiday so there's one for like mother's day valentine's day and christmas thanksgiving anyway they're they're great they're it's it's a lot like uh tales from the crypt uh, you know you like that sort of thing it's very mm-hmm. much um you know uh people it, it, it mostly 
a group of people in a house and there's some sort of, uh, you know, just uh, different, uh, they're different, even though how similar they are, because you can actually do a lot of things with that. There's just, uh, there's one uh, called, uh, uh, I'm just fucking with you. I think that's the name of it. That's the April Fool's one. Uh, Mm. (laughs) And it's at a hotel. uh, And it's actually pretty great. It's, It's very, very weird and dark comedy um and then nice. there's uh uh shoot i can't remember any of these names they're they're, they're great though i mean i liked all of them except for uh, basically that's what i'll say i like them all except for one uh school spirit which is the back to school one didn't care for it mm. no it's, it sounds cool so i mean it, it sounds like an interesting show i've heard a lot of good things about it yeah um, well bloom bloom house these days is, is is pretty much on fire i mean they really are they do oh, some sure. great stuff they just announced today uh, a uh, a movie where Vince Vaughn body switches with a teen girl or something like that. Um, I, that I'm I'm in already. <laughs> so it's like a Freaky Friday or something. I mean, I, I guess so. I just read the headline, but uh, that yeah. could be interesting. So yeah. I, so as long as I I want them both on screen. I want him, yeah, the girl as him, and then him. I, yeah, I, I want to see that. <laughs> I'm in 100%. <laughs> no, I, 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 speaking of, uh, you know, we're talking about Shia LaBeouf and how uh, it seems like that he's kind of uh, come, really coming around as to, I mean, I, I, lo- I love him. I think he's been doing all kinds of great stuff. Sure. Um, I, I like pretty much everything that he does. But yeah, Honey, honey Boy, I'm, I'm super excited for that. Um, oh, yeah. But my point was Vince Vaughn, he's doing some really interesting things too lately. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> so I, I, I love, I love, uh, the career path that, uh, Vince Vaughn is on currently. Uh, very interesting. Oh yeah. That you can say that again for sure. Um, do you have anything you'd like to plug Chad? Well, um, I'll go ahead and, uh, mention, uh, Wizard Fest is back, uh, Arlington Wizard Fest, uh, which we did the first year uh, in November uh, last year. It's back this November. Uh, saw, you know, Harry Potter, uh, Wizarding World. It's uh, lots of fun and um, hoping to have another uh, a fun year with some, some new and different things. Uh, some of the things from last year back, but, uh, you know uh it's uh it's coming up uh pretty pretty uh soon here into november but uh uh there is a great group behind uh this uh event and it was very very successful last year so i think uh uh it's going to turn out good again but uh ironton that's i r o n t o n wizardfest.com or on facebook so awesome well, uh, Chad, I'm, I'm glad to get you back. I'm glad that you got through your, your eye surgery and, and uh, seem to be recovering well. Uh, would you like for me to start a timer right now for five <laughs> minutes and you can just unload on Once Upon a Time on Hollywood for five minutes? What do you think? You want to do I, it? I, I don't know if I got five minutes, but okay. <laughs> Five minutes or less. Let's put it that uh, okay, way. Okay. Okay. All right. Timer's running. Get get your thoughts in. <laughs> All right. So yeah. Uh, once upon a time in Hollywood, I was very very disappointed. Um, uh, as far as 
Movies I was excited for this year. It was my number one most anticipated movie of the year. And to be clear, um, you were supposed to be the co-host for it, in case yeah, people don't remember yeah. that. So, and yeah. and you know, I mean, for the most part, I love Quentin Tarantino's movies, except for Inglorious Bastards. Um, I love <sighs> um, almost all of his movies, uh, and I liked this movie less than Inglorious Bastards. I really, really did not like it at all. Um, it uh, ah, where do I start? <laughs> <laughs> Clock's running out, Chad. I know. Get to it. <laughs> so, so, so for me, this movie just felt very anti. Um, the violence was very mean and nasty, and the violence was only against uh, women, minorities, and hippies. It felt very anti-hippie. It wasn't anti-Manson, I didn't feel, just anti-hippie in general. Um, mm. I think had it gone more anti-Manson had I seen Manson die that's why I wanted to happen I wanted Bruce Lee to team up I wanted Bruce Lee and Pussy to team up with uh uh what's his name Rick, Rick yeah Dalton. Rick because I, I did not like Cliff Cliff <laughs> he got what he deserved um <laughs> but Rick Rick I loved uh I wanted them to team up go after Manson and actually you know kill Manson come on now mm-hmm. um uh, the the this movie just very very much a disappointment for me. I I really hated the Bruce Lee stuff. I was uh, offended by that in many ways. Uh, uh, the dog. It, why did it have to be a pit bull? Uh, <laughs> it's very much what I took was that this was you know as long as it's a white guy with the gun, and I say that some people mishear that when I say that white guy with a gun. I mean that. Uh, as a metaphor, because white guy with a dog, white guy with a flamethrower, okay? So white guy with a gun, as long as you're the white guy with the gun, uh, the day will be saved. And so all they needed, Sharon Tate would still be alive if you had a white guy with a gun who would have been mm-hmm. there to save the day. Um, that just that just offends me there. I think it's, dis- it's, it's you know, not very, uh, it, it's tasteless. Uh, it, it to me kind of spits on you know the deaths of the the people that actually did die, um, and it's very Trump like to me. I, I feel like this is a, a totally not. And again, I don't think that this is necessarily how Tarantino meant it, but this mm-hmm. is how I took it. Um, it it feels like the kind of movie that people that love Trump would love, and that they would be all over, um, and that <laughs> might offend Tarantino. If that were to happen, if they were to jump on board and be like, oh, yeah, uh, but because uh, I don't I, that's not him at all. He's usually about the the, the minority, uh, sure. you know, rising up. I didn't see this as an underdog movie. Um, and of course, uh, I did. I didn't see it. I think the way that uh, some people do see it, because, they, mm-hmm. you know, uh, I, I, I hear that, you know, it is an underdog movie, but I just did not see it that way at all. Uh, some good in this movie, though. Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, he's he's awesome. Uh, Dakota Fanning, the Fannings are amazing. She's awesome. Um, uh, yeah, I that's about it. See, I don't, I don't need five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I I think I'm gonna go see it again. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'll probably never see it again. Uh, yeah. I still hadn't seen Glorious Bastards since I saw it at the theater and was disappointed. Again, I love, love, love Django Unchained. Django Unchained, it's one of my favorites of Tarantino. 
Uh, I think Pulp Fiction is my favorite, and Django is probably my number two. Um, I loved uh, Hateful Eight, um, but yeah, that uh, I don't know this weird fantasy of alternate reality that Tarantino is doing. I, I mm-hmm. maybe I just don't I don't I don't get it. So fair enough, fair enough. All right. Well, I, I think uh, I'm glad I'm glad we gave you gave you the moment to uh, to talk about this movie because I did originally want you to be the co-host. So I'm, I'm glad you got to talk about it for a minute. And this was a great episode with uh, the Peanut Butter Falcon. Everybody go see that. And yes. Chad, we'll, we'll get you on again soon. Right, right, right. But but what's rule number one? Party. <laughs> <laughs> This is Jay, Aaron, and Richard, and we're the VCR Kids. We rewatch movies from our childhood. They're mostly from the 80s and 90s. And we decide whether or not it holds up. Look up the VCR Kids on your favorite podcatcher and check out some of our past episodes. We've watched Hook, All Dogs Go to Heaven, The Mighty Ducks, and more. And check out our special episodes where we watch Harry Potter with our friend who has never seen them. Search for the VCR Kids today. We'll talk at you soon. All right, so I hope you enjoyed that conversation about the Peanut Butter Falcon with Chad Clinton Freeman and a little bonus conversation about Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which, let me just say, I do not agree with anything he said, but you know what? That's his opinion, and he's allowed to have it, I guess. Kinda. So anyway, that does it for today. Uh, I want to remind you all to please make sure you are subscribed to Piecing It Together on your podcast app of choice. You can rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. You can follow us on social media at PiecingPod. Join our Facebook group, Popcorn and Puzzle Pieces, where we're about to do a special episode of the podcast that's coinciding with a giveaway in the group. So that special episode is coming up uh, this coming week. And make sure you're joining the groups. That way you can be a part of that contest and uh, win something pretty damn cool. So yeah, check out uh, Popcorn and Puzzle Pieces, the Facebook group that we have connected to the Piecing It Together podcast. Another thing happening is uh, next week, Sunday, September 15th. It's coming up quick. But during the Sin City Horror Fest, we are going to be doing our first ever live episode of Piecing It Together. We will be covering a movie called The Head, which is from director Michael Keane, and it's kind of a, an ode to shot-on-VHS horror movies of the 80s and 90s. It's absolutely ridiculous. Um, I watched it the other day, and I'm very much looking forward to talking about it. Uh, we've got Josh Bell as a co-host on the episode, who of course has been on the podcast many times. We also have Drew Marvick, who is a filmmaker here in Las Vegas and uh, one of the organizers of the Sin City Horror Fest. And Michael Keane himself will be joining us as well. So it's going to be a great conversation live in front of the audience in the movie theater. It should be great. Uh, We're going to get that recorded. If you can't be in Las Vegas, you're going to get to hear it right here on the podcast. But if you're in Vegas, you should come on out. Tickets for the whole day are only $10, and that includes the live podcast, a screening of the movie The Head, and a whole day of other movies and activities. So definitely you should check that out. You can go to um, our, our Facebook to get to the event invite, which also has more details uh, and links to the the festival itself and more information about the festival. So that's coming out real soon. We're going to be mentioning it for the next week straight, try to get some people out. I think it's going to be a great time. So that does it for today. Uh, Why don't we leave you guys with a piece of music? And you know what? This is a wrestling movie, kind of, the Peanut Butter Falcon. Not really, but I mean, 
Zach sure loves wrestling, and he's going to the wrestling school. And so I figured, what's a good track I have that feels like something that could be some wrestler's entrance music? That's what I was thinking while I was looking for a piece of music to play today. And uh, I think I have a few tracks that could potentially work, but I don't, I don't know if I've ever played Into the Black before. So I'm going to go with Into the Black from my album, An Unseen Sky. Uh, enjoy this track, which I think I could see uh, some, some wrestler playing while coming out maybe kind of so let's go with this track we'll be back with a whole lot more piecing it together coming up next week
and all points west. Thank you.